0: Something extraordinary has happened to Judy Sizemore's closet, making it feel more like a closet. Closet. An area that once caused claustrophobia now has enough space Space. Space. to hold all of Judy's striped boatneck sweaters. And Judy Sizemore has a lot of striped boatneck Boatneck. sweaters. The Container Store Alpha Sale is here with 30% off Alpha and installation. The Container Store, where space comes from. I am pleased to have Zerlina Maxwell joining us in this hour. Zerlina is a political analyst and contributing writer for the New York Daily News, Feministing.com, TheGrio.com, BED.com, and Ebony.com. She currently works at the Digital Progressive Outreach Lead for Hillary for America. More than a pleasure to have her on the program. Hey, Zerlina, good afternoon and welcome. Good to talk to you. Thank you so much for having me. And a a pleasure to have uh, you uh, with us. Um, Yes, yes. Donald Trump has made the claim that if you are a person of color, specifically an African-American, that you have everything to lose uh, with Clinton. But then if you listen to the Clinton side, they say, oh, no, 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 no. If you're African-American, you have everything to lose with Trump. If you look at Donald Trump when he gives messages to the African-American community and when they pan the audience, first of all, for example – When he spoke in Wisconsin, he spoke in a very white area, not an urban, inner-city, diverse, certainly African-American neighborhood. And when you see the camera pan the crowds, you see white, predominantly male faces, and even the female faces are white. Why does Donald Trump try to appeal to African-Americans but can't even stand up and speak before this group of individuals? I think it's
1: a really good question. I mean, throughout the course of his campaign, um, Donald Trump has turned down invitations from the Urban League and the NAACP and the National Association of Black Journalists um, to speak in front of them. Hillary Clinton spoke in front of all of those audiences. Um, But I just think that he doesn't have an accurate um, perception or understanding of what it's like to be a black person living in this country. Um, He oversimplifies the experience and boils it down to essentially a racist stereotype that Every single black person lives in the inner city, and every single black person is poor and unemployed. Um, I do live in Harlem, but I'm a gentrifier, just to be clear. Um, and I grew up in the suburbs, and I think, um, you know, my experience is becoming more and more common as we're we're sort of a few more generations removed from um, the civil rights era and generations before that. So I think that the current experience of black. Americans is one that is very diverse you live in urban areas you live in um, rural areas and you also have black people who live in the suburbs Um, and I think that you know when you hear Donald Trump talk about um, what do you have to lose um, I think that you know from our side it is everything
0: Um, now now, I'm glad I want to I want to jump in here Zalina just so people know You and I have met on television on The O'Reilly Factor. We were uh, not really debating each other because we pretty much agree. Uh, Sometimes we do that, I have two liberals on. And we also got to sit face-to-face. Uh, in Philly at the Wells Fargo uh, Center at the Democratic National Convention, and it was awesome. You, right. I, you, I felt you and I had a really good time, and that's why I said to my yeah. producers, we've got to get this, this woman on the show. So I have seen you, and I know you were African-American, yeah. and I yeah. say that because in radio people can't tell if you're African-American, yeah, but but I, I, I want it. people to know so that you not only speak to this – um, you know, as a part of the Clinton campaign or as a Democrat or as a woman, but you're also part of this African-American uh, community. So you read my right. mind. When Donald Trump says, quote, what yeah. do you have to lose? As an African-American uh, young woman voter, a millennial, how how does that make you feel when, I, I mean, uh, it's like, is that all you've got? I mean, at least try harder than that. What does that make you feel when when a candidate for president of the United States wants your vote based on that.
1: Well, I think also I, I, when, I, when he said it, it wasn't just sort of in isolation. He said it after a long riff, essentially stereotyping all black people as um, unemployed people living in the hood. Um, and I thought that that was offensive and racist um, on its face. And then when he said, what do you have to lose, as if our lives are so terrible that we're going to be so desperate to vote for Donald Trump? Um, I think black people and black voters are smarter than that. Um, There is a reason why, since 1964, black voters have voted for the Democratic Party. There is a specific history that goes along with that. Um, It has to do with opposition to voting rights and to the Civil Rights Act. Um, There are specific reasons. And then even subsequently to that, Democrats have proposed policies and put out plans and platforms and fought fights. Um, that are in alignment with the, the interests of Black people in this country. Um, it's there is no coincidence that um, you hear Donald Trump essentially talking um, in "quote unquote" law and order um, terms, uh, sort of sounding like
0: you know a Richard
1: Nixon redo, right? And I think that you know a lot of a lot of Black voters were alive then, uh, or you know are aware of that particular. Um, period in American history, and are rejecting that. And that's why you see um, his approval rating among black people at 0%. Um, you know, when you poll likely voters, I think he gets 3% of the support among black voters
0: and i'm like who are those people <laughs> um <laughs> maybe he paid them i i don't know we're gonna take we're gonna take a break i want you to think about this uh, we already talked about that uh rally and he had another one in michigan which was in uh Dimon or Diamonddale, a town that population 93 percent white uh where he maligns constantly hillary clinton with regard to african-americans and says quote no group in america has been more harmed by hillary clinton's policy than african-americans i want to talk about the policies of Democrats that have helped African-Americans, because, you know, I'm a liberal and I debate conservatives on Fox News Channel. And they love to say it's all about, you know, crime in the African-American community or drugs or lack of education. This problem and divide between police officers and the African-American community, all the liberals fall, all Democrats fall. And in Trump's eyes, all Hillary's fall. We'll be back with our guest and with you. Pick up the phone and join us. You might have comments to share or questions to ask. Uh, lovely lady, I got to meet uh, this woman at the DNC in Philly, uh, Zerlina Maxwell. Amber back, Zerlina Maxwell, political analyst and former contributing writer for the New York Daily News, Feministing.com, TheGrio.com, BET.com, and Ebony.com. She currently works as the digital progressive outreach lead for Hillary for America. Zerlina, thank you for holding. Welcome back. What, policy- no, so, so what policies would you say, Democrats, specifically President Obama his administration and even Hillary Clinton wanting to continue and, and, and maybe uh, <laughs> I- expand upon um, have helped and can be of help to the African-American communities in America?
1: I think first and foremost, uh, we have to talk about health care reform. Um, it's something that um, for some reason we're not talking about anymore as something that President Obama accomplished that um, is helping black people tangibly in their lives and you know, not enough, right, because we want to make sure that Medicaid is expanded to help even more people. But even in my own life, um, I went through periods of time as a freelancer and did not have health insurance. And being able to, you know, trip and spray my ankle and go to a doctor and actually have that security, knowing that um, I was covered under Obamacare, that was a, a really big deal. But I would also add um, that financial reform is a really big benefit. Um, for the African-American community, even though that's not something that's normally listed as such. Um, but the housing crisis was something that impacted black people in a, in a horrific way. Um, and I think that uh, we want, as um, a continuation of President Obama's legacy, to continue on um, the path of reforming police departments and criminal in the criminal justice system. So he has done um, very good work so far with his police reform task force um, headed by Joe Biden. But I would say that we have a long way to go in terms of uh, restoring the faith between black people and uh, black communities and the police departments that um, police them. Um, and that starts with, first, um, I think a mutual understanding that there's a problem. And that's not something that you see coming from Donald Trump. He doesn't think there's a problem with the relationship with police departments and communities, um, if you ask him, um, it's not really an issue that police are uh, shooting a black person every 27 hours in this country. Um, and I think that we have actually a very comprehensive plan on our website, hillaryclinton.com, black plus issues. You can go to criminal justice reform and look at what we're going to do to continue um, uh, the improvements that President Obama has begun on um, in police departments to ensure that Police officers are getting trained in implicit bias and making sure that um, there is greater amount of transparency, making sure that if something does happen, if there is a police involved shooting, um, that the process for seeking out justice is transparent and just. Um, Because what we're seeing right now um, is not that. I mean, we just had news out of Chicago yesterday um, that was particularly um, troubling in the case of Laquan McDonald. Now they're finally firing the police officers involved in that. Um, But there are uh, a number of different reforms that could be put in place so that we um, don't have these situations like the one we saw in Chicago happening all the time. Pastor
0: James Davis is a surrogate for Trump, and he says there'd be a hostile environment, like similar to the environment at University of Chicago, if Trump were to speak. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, You you don't agree with that uh, claim, that assertion, correct?
1: Not at all. I mean, Mitt Romney uh, wasn't chicken, um, and he went to speak in front of the NAACP, and it was not a hostile environment for Mitt Romney um, or George W. Bush before that. Um, I think Donald Trump, um, he talks a big game, but... If he can't go speak in front of the audiences that he claims to care about, then he's not really putting his money where his mouth is. I mean, he's <laughs> particularly an apt metaphor when you're talking about Donald Trump. Um, but I also think that, I, you know, if he were to go in front of an all-black audience, he should be prepared not for um, it to be hostile, but for people to actually push back on some of the things that he's saying, because his rhetoric has been extremely divisive. It has been demeaning, and his policies are divisive and demeaning as well. I mean, he came out talking about Mexicans are rapists and criminals. He's talked about, um, you know, people in completely dehumanizing terms. He requested the, the long-form birth certificate of first black president. He literally, in the New York Times, they reported that he put fees on applications of black and Latino people looking for housing. Um, and then it eventually had to be investigated by the Justice Department because he continued the practices even after being found out. Um, those, that, those are not the con- that, that's not a precedent for someone who is showing themselves to be an ally to a, a particular community of color. That's someone who's shown himself to be hostile to that community. Now that doesn't mean that if you went to the NAACP that he would be received uh, in a hostile manner. I think people would want to listen and hear what he had to say. But I think that people would come out of that and, and definitely have something to cont- say uh, in contradiction to the message that he is. Providing, I mean, he essentially put uh, somebody who comes out of Breitbart, um, the leader of a hate movement, um, in charge of his campaign, and he's basically doubling down on divisiveness. And I think, you know, black people are very smart and educated voters, we're very savvy in who we support, and I think that... You know, we can look and see exactly where he stands on all of these different issues that impact our lives directly. If he's saying he's going to deport 16 million undocumented people from this country, um, that's not a world that I want to live in. And 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 that doesn't necessarily um, it doesn't necessarily have to impact me as a black person directly. That's going to create a climate in which pe- people who may or may not be Latino you know or may or may not be undocumented are going to be racially profiled and what to, to ask them if they are. Um, documented like we saw in Arizona, or if are people going to be stopped at the airport when they land? Are you a Muslim? Oh, well, yes or no. And if they say no or yes, like we have to basically um, figure out if they're lying or telling the truth before we let them come in. That's not the America that I know, and that's not the America that I want.
0: I want to take some calls. 8886 Leslie, 888 653 7543 is the number. Let's start it out with Ishmael in Virginia, line two, listening on TuneIn. Ishmael, question or comment for Zulina, our guest?
1: Yes, hello, ladies. Uh, thank you so much uh, for uh, talking about uh, these issues. My question is, is, is really do you think Trump is getting soft on uh, immigration and also kind of seem to be appealing more to the African American to kind of win over the independence?
0: Zerlino? I'm not completely
1: clear on the question. So, because the, the last part, I wasn't really clear.
0: Can you just repeat that last
1: part um, so I can sure. get a full understanding of sure. your question? Yeah, what I wanted to know, do you think that the reason why Trump seemed to be on television appealing more to African-American, I mean, the beginning of the campaign, he didn't even mention anything about African-American. But later, he seemed to be like trying to reach African-American. And he's also seemed to be suffering up on immigration Do you think that's more part of a plan to appeal more to independent? Because an independent voter say, "Okay, look, he's not racist. I can support him now." Well, yes, I do think that. um, Certainly, to your last point. Um, that some of his more moderated rhetoric around immigration, even though it's not that. I don't think that he's actually moderated the position. He's actually doubled down on the fact that he plans still on mass deporting 16 million people from this country. Um, So we know what that looks like. That looks like the deportation camp. That looks like a deportation force. Um, But even beyond that, I think that going in front of an all-white audience and basically repeating a stereotypes about black people um, in dehumanizing terms, yes, in some ways, in a really offensive way, yes, is an appeal to moderate white voters. I don't think it's going to work though, because we saw President Obama win two times. We're in a country in which um, black and brown communities are an emerging emerging majority in this country. Demographics are shifting and you actually don't need to win all of the white, majority of the white vote in order to win an election on the presidential level. Um, but even beyond that, I think we're doing on, the, on our side the, as the Clinton campaign, doing a really good job of trying to um, draw that contrast between what the ideas and the plans that we have um, for for myriad communities versus what Donald Trump is proposing. Um, What you have on the other side is essentially seven issue pages on his website, uh, (laughs) uh, which is not a lot, by the way. Um, And you have only one policy that he's actually sort of laid out, and that's the mass deportation plan of 16
0: million people. So um, that he's going to do in gonna, one year, and that wall he's going to have Mexico pay things. for, and he's meeting with the president of Mexico. Uh, well, just...
1: Apparently, this is a magic wall that's uh, impenetrable to rope and the ladders, I don't know. Um, but, uh, you know, it's a magic wall, apparently. But I think that, you know, he, he's saying a lot of things that he's not actually going to be able to do.
0: Oh, absolutely. We can't afford to man the wall we have or expand on the right. wall we have. We can't afford to build the wall. Mexico's not going to build the wall. And you can't deport over 11 million people. It's physically and financially impossible, quite frankly, right. over probably a decade, never mind over one year. Let's take another call right. in Georgia. On Line 3, Georgia it has Reggie with us. Reggie, good afternoon. Listening to our stream on Spreaker uh, from High Heart Radio. Uh, Reggie, good afternoon. Question or comment for our guest?
1: I have a question for both you and our and your guest there, Leslie. Happy hump day to you, by the way. Uh, why is it that nobody wants to see, the soon as the to, to fact-check, Donald J. Trump, whenever he attacks Hillary Clinton, for all the things that she has done or allegedly hasn't done for African-American people? Zilia? That's a good question. I think that's a good question. I would agree with you on that. I think that certainly they need to fact-check, um, you know, Everything Donald Trump is saying, but particularly when he's talking about Hillary Clinton's relationship with the black community, there's a reason why she has such high support among black people. There's a reason why during the primary, um, you know, essentially it was sort of like a homecoming trip uh, when she was visiting um, many different uh, black communities. Through, throughout the primary months, and the, and the reason why she has such a strong relationship is because she has delivered results for those communities. And so, I think that um, you know, black voters are very smart and savvy, and they look to um, their elected officials and what their what their plans are and what they what they want, what they're offering. Uh, and it's it's the results that count. I mean, you know, on black Twitter and on the online, we call it receipts, right? I mean, she has the receipts to show that. Um, when she was here as a senator for New York, um, you know, people would tell her uh, their issues and their problems when she went on her listening tour, and she actually delivered results. For for example, um, you know, there there is a, a school you can Google it and actually read more about it. It's actually really interesting. Eagle Academy um, in in New York City. She had a hand in making making it happen, making it exist, um, and it still exists to this day thanks to um, Hillary Clinton. So I think that. Um, you know, you can just look it up, right? I mean, I think a lot of times people are like, well, what has she done? Well, I mean, you could find out very easily. It's also on her website. Um, so I think you're right. We need more fact-checking of Donald Trump um, and, and what anybody says about what has Hillary Clinton done for the black community because it's plenty.
0: Oh, God. the list! Yeah, the list goes on and on and on. Let's talk about polls. Some people don't like to talk about polls and poll numbers, but... You know, there are headlines we read that say Trump's popularity with African-American voters polling at zero, but that's not even an exaggeration. Public policy polling released a preview of a new poll, say that three times fast, on the Rachel Maddow show, and it showed Republican presidential nominee Donald Trump's favorability rating among African-American voters in this poll at 0%. Now, it is a liberal leaning firm, but they asked African American a, a, voters a set of questions, including whether they preferred Trump to things such as, and I kid you not, can't make this stuff up bed bugs, ugh, junk mail, carnies, bubonic plague, and middle seats on an airplane. The group uh, is going to be releasing its full results. The poll was conducted August 26th to the 28th. Of course, margin of error like any poll, three percentage points. but. His popularity with the African-American voters zero. Now, that's one poll. But when you take the average of all of the polls, you know, we're talking close to 100 percent of the African-Americans do not support him and do support Hillary Clinton, correct? Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, I think,
1: I think that maybe um, I mean, I'm laughing because I think, you know, it's like, wow, my people are, are, are pretty smart. <laughs> um, but I think that, you know, certainly when you have somebody coming out and um, saying overtly racist things, that's going to turn off black voters. Uh, we have a long history in this country uh, of watching uh, people run for office using dog whistles and divisive rhetoric. Um, there's precedent for this. Um, and, you know, if if you want to know what someone stands for and what he'll do when he is actually elected, you listen to what they're saying on the campaign trail. What plans are you offering? How do you talk about different communities? Um, and I think also... When you have the person who essentially led the charge, um, the racist birther mu- movement charge against the president, the first black president that black Americans still support in high, high numbers, we feel like the first family are our cousins. I mean, they might as well be our cousins. My parents have the first family on the refrigerator. Um, and you have someone basically saying, uh, President Obama isn't legitimate. Um, he's not the legitimate president of the country unless he releases a quote long form birth certificate. He may not even be an American, um, and, and even beyond that, asking for his transcript, proof <clears throat> that he actually went to Harvard. Um, I think that we we hear that and we're turned completely off by that kind of rhetoric. We we feel that that is that's not a dog whistle because I can hear it and I'm a person, um, and I think that for us we just we're in 2016. Um, We're in a moment in which this country is growing more and more diverse, so we're proud of that fact. And I think that we want inclusive rhetoric, we want inclusive policies, and we don't want um, any of our elected officials, and definitely not our president, demeaning entire communities and not our our president uh, who we support.
0: I had seen, speaking of polls, it was one day ago, but it was an Emerson College poll where I went for my master's, Um, There are five polls this month that show Donald Trump leading Hillary in North Carolina, being that in the exit polls of the last presidential election, 18 percent, almost 20 percent of the voter population was African-American. Very quickly, like in a sentence, are you surprised that Mrs. Clinton is not leading Trump and that he is doing as well he is in such a diverse, heavily African-American state? I mean, I think that I'm never
1: I'm troubled by the question of like, why is not she ahead by more? Because sometimes I feel like um, you know in in a lot of ways um, she eventually will be ahead by more but also I think you know there's a reason why we haven't had a one president because uh, it's really hard um, to run for office as a woman and there's a lot of different traps that um, are and barriers to to that achievement and so I'm not but this doesn't surprise me I think that there's a lot of different reasons why people support who they support and I think that Hillary Clinton has a long track record of showing that she will deliver for all different communities, including black communities. And there are also, you know, black women like myself and black men um, working at, on this campaign that, you know, come from social justice backgrounds that, that have a worldview um, and really uh, the belief that every single person is deserving of human, economic, social and political rights. Um, and I think that um, we you know, come in thinking and and, and feeling like we are here to represent our myriad communities. Um, And we hope that that comes through um, in the policy that Hillary Clinton is talking about. Um, And and hopefully on Election Day, you know, all of these polls that we're talking about, they don't matter, because we're going to essentially mobilize all of the different uh, types of supporters that we have all over the country and in battleground states um, using our diverse set of Uh, Organizers, uh, you know, 34 offices in Florida, all with uh, buzzing with uh, organizers and volunteers, and I honestly think that um, we're going to, on election day, um, you know, show and demonstrate that we want to go in a different direction. So it's not, it's not surprising to me. Um, I think that a lot of times I'm always surprised by, uh, you know, the fact that. We have to uh, run against someone who um, is essentially the polar opposite in every single way, including experience.
0: I agree with you you there. (laughs) I also don't think that they were polling some of the communities in North Carolina. It'll be interesting to see in November on the 8th. Zerlina, good to have you with us. We'll have you back. Uh, Zerlina Maxwell is our guest. Follow her on Twitter at Zerlina Maxwell, Z-E-R-L-I-N-A-M-A-X-W-E-L-L. Website, ZerlinaMaxwell.com. And go to HillaryClinton.com. Now is the chance to use reliable energy to grow your money with the Dominion Energy Reliability Investment. Our new investment product offers competitive returns, no maintenance fees, and flexible online access to your money. Make the reliable investment in reliable energy. The Dominion Energy Reliability Investment. To find out more, go online to reliabilityinvestment.com. That's reliabilityinvestment.com. This is no ordinary sub shop. This is Firehouse Subs. Welcome to Firehouse.